welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. Hello, it's Debbie Gilbert from the Business Awards Show, and I'm also the founder of the Best Business Women Awards. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Danny Sita, who is the founder of EcoAble, uh, a green business based in Sirencester, who has just won a silver award in the Best Business Women Awards for Best Green Business and has another collection of awards that she's also won this year, which she's going to tell us more about later. And I'm dying to find out more about Danny's business, what she does, and also the, you know, really talking about green issues out there in business. So welcome, Danny. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, welcome. So tell us a bit about EcoAble and what you get up to. So EcoAble um, is essentially, I always describe it as like a sustainable lifestyle brand, which can sound a bit, you know, like what on earth is that? Um, but if you came into the shop, you'd see we sell a bit of everything. We kind of we sell homewares and gifts. We try and offer customers um, products that will help them get rid of single use stuff. Um, mm. Swap, you know, making those swaps that we can all make every day. So that's kind of our core aim. That's what I wanted to achieve when I set the business up. Um, and we've kind of evolved since then, since we've had the shop about a year um it's evolved into pre-loved clothing we also do like liquid refills we do corporate gifting so for businesses that want sustainable gifts for clients or customers then we do that too for that service so we really do an eclectic uh mix of stuff which I love because um I work with you know lots of suppliers mm. and I just really love finding new and innovative things and great other small businesses that we can kind of collaborate with and that kind of stuff so yeah it's a fun it's been a fun journey. So what made you set up a business in the green sector what was the driving force? So I had been sort of out of teaching for a few years and just kind of not really sure what direction I was going to go in um just happened to have a chat with my sister about plastic free July where she was talking about not not being able to get certain things in one place she was having to go here there and everywhere and look on the internet and she was quite frustrated that she was trying to do her best but she was coming mm. across kind of obstacles to that and I just kind of thought huh how hard could it be? You know, I could do that um, with that kind of naivety, <laughs> perhaps, or positive thinking that, yeah, you know, it can't be that hard to set up a business and all of that. So that's 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 where the idea came from. And that is where it all sort of started. And I literally just went from there. Um, just, I guess, just building a network of people where we just, you know, launched socials and started talking about what do people want? What what swaps did people want to make you know what kind of things would be useful and then we started to get a few products we did a soft launch and like doing fairs and events and then just before the first lockdown we our website went live so that was a bit of a a scary old time having Mm. and you know then covid 
hit. So um, that was my first challenge. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, we just sort of got, well, I say we, I got my bearings and mm-hmm. just just carried on. And, and then I haven't really looked back since. It's It's been a good journey. So how do you make decisions about what products you're going to stock into your shop? Oh, um, I'm a bit of a magpie, so I must admit I do love great products but I think for me I'm always looking for you know natural products organic products natural materials things that are long lasting but I want things that are going to look great because people want nice things in their homes they want nice things in their lives so we don't want to compromise on style Mm. but we want things to last and we want things that are good so we want things that aren't wrapped in plastic we want things that aren't full of toxins so those are the things that I always look for and I'm I'm always blown away by the amount of amazing things that are going on in, in in those small businesses you know a lot of them are businesses run from the kitchen table say um and it's just amazing you know and that's the nice part of the job is finding those brilliant products mm. that you can bring in front of your customers to say well you don't need that rubbish thing that's full of plastic or whatever you know because this is a great mm. option and also it's about thinking about price point you know we don't want to be paying loads and loads of money that we might not have um to make those swaps but it's maybe looking at things that actually and trying to weigh up right okay if I swap to that reusable that's going to save me money in the long run so it's also considering those kind of things because those kind of things are important to people too so yeah so when did awards start appearing onto your radar? What made you think of, of awards as being a good opportunity for your business? So I think, so last year when we opened the shop, we were very lucky to win a Muddy Stilettos Award. And I think that was the first time I'd mm. really thought, oh, awards. You know, I'd, I'd never felt, you know, my business is small or it was a lot smaller then. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, this is a whole new world and then I started seeing other awards and just I think I got awards FOMO and just thought (laughs) I want to be involved this is great there's loads of other businesses there meeting new people and just kind of learning more about business from them as well you know and and I think what's really valuable about them is when you're judged by an external judge who has that wealth of experience and knowledge then that's that's really great to kind of get good feedback or to hear that they like what you're doing so I think sometimes that's that's a really good way to kind of judge where you are in your business journey um because we can sometimes sit there and think oh, I'm not doing good enough or you know maybe get complacent so it's a really good benchmark I think to kind of judge where you are in that journey and how well you're doing and, and maybe things you can improve on too so and you walked away with a clutch of awards didn't you from one particular um award program tell us a bit about that yeah th- that was amazing it was um my jaw drops I mean I don't think my husband <laughs> ever heard me so quiet <laughs> <laughs> so we were very lucky this year to win the biz bubbles um we won the overall business of the year we won the best eth- ethical business of the year and we won the best biz on the high street with them um and that was that's been phenomenal they've been brilliant and really supportive really good feedback so we kind of learned you know what they liked and and that kind of thing um and there's been a whole package of stuff that we've been able to benefit from um from their experience and stuff in business too so it's just been amazing you know to 
to have the shop it's not even it's just over a year old and the business is only sort of four years old um so that's been incredible and you know it's really nice to kind of feel like yeah okay we're on the right track and we're we're trying our best and we're doing all the things that we're doing and and that's that's great you know to feel like mm-hmm. making a difference as well so so what made you into the best business women awards well i really love the idea of women supporting other women particularly in business it can feel a little bit isolating sometimes mm. you can feel a little bit kind of intimidated um i had never run a business before so again i'm learning as i go and there've been so many businesses that have been inspirational that i've looked at and thought wow you know that that person is doing incredible stuff so i really like the whole vibe of it um and i think that's why i entered thinking you know I want to be around these great women who are really supporting each other because I think that's really important oh it is I think it's you know it's just great to get some validation for all the hard work that you do so let's talk about green uh sort of green issues with businesses because it is a difficult sort of area I think sometimes for people to understand what they could be doing um to you know reduce their waste and reduce their carbon footprint have you got any thoughts on that that you want to share yeah I think I think I always bring it back to starting really simply you you Mm. know you don't have to do it all at once you know Mm. we're all constrained potentially by where our business is what building it's in what um you know what boiler we've got whether we can change you know there's not going to be some things we can't change Mm. I always think for me I just bring it back to what I can do something about so you know we've implemented a single-use plastic bands we don't use single-use plastic um i'm really good at connecting with my suppliers to ask them not to use plastic and sometimes it comes and that is a conversation i have to have to say next time can it not come in plastic can we find alternatives um we reuse a lot of stuff so we reuse boxes that other people don't want we reuse packaging that other people don't need um so it's just about taking those small steps and actually things like that can save you money in your business. So it's just maybe thinking about the, the steps that you could take to be a little bit more sustainable in business. So whether that's. So it's almost like maybe doing a, an audit sort of thing. Yeah. Going, yeah. I think starting that's really from the sort of beginning and going, right, what can we do? Walk, walk yeah. us, you know, a, as a business owner, maybe walk through your business and see what it is that you could could do. To yeah, actually and I think make it's just it more environmentally friendly. Yeah, yeah, and being honest with yourself and saying, you know, okay, this is what we're doing now. This is where we are, and that's absolutely fine. But what changes can we make? What's sustainable? You know, in terms of longevity, can we, you know, continue to do that over the next year? Um, mm. And putting those things in place, and then keep coming back and checking how you're doing um, mm. and sharing that information so you know I've got a sustainability page on my website it's not perfect it's not a big statement that say I'm doing all of this stuff and I'm perfect it's saying this is what I can control so this is what I've put in place now these are my aspirations for the future and in the meantime I'm going to still be working and updating and letting you guys know if I've made any improvements in it mm. and what are some of the best-selling products um, that you sell um we have a real mixture i think because um of the nature of the shop we sell a lot of 
beautiful baby products. We have a lot of lovely people come in looking for, you know, natural, organic materials, that kind of stuff. So we sell a lot of baby products, which is really lovely. Pre-loved clothing is really, really popular um, because it's money saving and, you know, it's a really good way to waste less. So you're not, you know, adding in. Contributing to landfill, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's that's a really good one and then things like you know the really simple kitchenwares you know mm-hmm. your wooden pot brushes and compostable cloths and stuff like that and your compostable bin bags and and whatnot so those are really really mm-hmm. you know the sort of fundamental basics that people love to come in for again and again and again so and then you know we obviously do gifts as well so that's lovely because you can kind of steer people into super gifts but knowing that they're good gifts so they don't have to worry what it's wrapped in because we've done that thinking for them so they can come in and shop from us and know that it's a good gift and someone's going to be really pleased with it. So mm. so you're also an author, children's author. I am, yeah. So tell me a bit about that. <laughs> um, so because my background is early years teaching, um, I guess I've always had a book in me. Um, a lot of people who come into the shop will tell me the same that, They've got a book, you know, bursting to come out. Um, And I was just very fortunate to have the time in COVID where I could work with my illustrator because we both had a bit of time um, where we weren't going out. So, you know, we could concentrate our efforts on it. Um, And so the first book came out a couple of years ago and then our latest book's just come out this year. Um, And I made the decision to self-publish, which is not for the faint-hearted, but... Um, I wanted the books to be sustainable and sustainably made. So that was really, really important to me that most books come with plastic lamination. They're made on any old paper. So we've made ours in a different way. We, we've made it without plastic lamination on any of the covers. They're um, all made from recycled carbon balanced paper and that's certified. So, you know, we're sure that that's come from a reputable place. So from that point of view, I think, you know, it's cost us a bit more to do it. Um, It's not for everybody, but I really love the fact that we've been able to do it. And um, the books are designed for ages three to eight. So it's early years and they're designed to be one of those books that you will keep and pass down. Um, Just a beautiful, fun, engaging story, but both of the books we've done so far have got like that environmental twist. So there's a little bit in there to get children kind of really engaged with environmental issues and how we can take care of our planet. So, um, Oh, that's amazing. If they've got characters in them or animals or anything. Yeah. So the first book is set in woodland. So we've got lots of favorite woodland animals and the second book is set in the ocean. So we've got lots of um, beautiful ocean creatures in there. Um, all our favorites. <laughs> do you see um, any spin-off merchandise coming out of that? Maybe eco-friendly merchandise? Or yeah, we do. We do. Um, we do do various things to go with them. So we do um, eco art prints and postcards and that kind of thing we have with the first book away we have our own range of organic cotton um children's clothing and that kind of thing which we have on like a, a circular um thing where um we take it back at the end of use and then people who bring it back can get vouchers to spend in the shop so it keeps you know it keeps it going around so it's not going to waste so yeah we have all sorts of <laughs> ideas and things um 
So have you got more ideas in the offing of things that you're planning to do? Yeah, we're working on another book at the moment, which is super exciting. Um, it, this one's going to be slightly different, although it's going to be environmentally printed in the same way. This book's about grief and helping children to um, deal with grief, mm. which is something, you know, which for me is really, really important. So it's something I'd really, really want to do to kind of be able to give that back. So it's a really lovely project. Um, yeah, <laughs> just love amazing. Yeah. So... Obviously, you're still a relatively new business, so and obviously set it up just before the pandemic. So, what kind of challenges have you had to overcome apart from COVID? <laughs> oh, I've had to learn a lot. I suppose I've had to learn lots about business. I've had to learn a lot about books and and, and selling and all that kind of thing, um, and just kind of you know having we opened the shop just after lockdowns were lifted so that was a real period of kind of I had to really decide whether that was the right time um and it's really impossible to know when mm. you've had a global pandemic who knows what's the right time um or the right place or whatever um so yeah I, I think I'm still learning I don't think I'll ever be done learning but I think that's what I love about running your business is there's always something to learn there's always something new on the horizon and you're always meeting people all the time that you can connect with and collaborate with and learn from. So I think just generally, you know, there's always a lot to learn, you know, wrapping your head around marketing and PR and <laughs> your financials and, you know, just the day to day management and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's been a steep learning curve. But so it- you're based in Sirencester. What's the business community like there and how supportive have they been? It's really, really good. Um, I'd say Sirencester is full of independence. It's one of those amazing places where the community is really vibrant and um, the community as a whole does a lot to bring people in, um, you know, to visit and and that kind of thing. There's lots going on all the time. Um, There's some great networking groups um, and there's just a real sense of collaboration and kind of openness here, which is really lovely. And I certainly know my customers come because they love that kind of feel of the, the independent businesses here um, and what they have to offer, something mm. unique, something that's just a little bit different, you know, and people walk into the shop all the time and say, oh, this is so different to, I haven't been anywhere like here. And, you know, and it's really nice. You get that direct feedback as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a really good supportive um, environment to be in for a small business, I'd say. Yeah, because it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously there is this, you know, sort of news out there that the high streets are dying off and it's never been harder for retailers really because of online or you can go on you know Amazon and get something delivered to you within two hours or whatever but I think your knowledge of the sort of green principles that you bring to your business and the fact that you can chat with people and come up with ideas there's no substitute for that really is there? No and I I think people do want human connection they do Mm. want to chat you know they do want help finding a gift they do want to tell you about their grandchild they do want to tell you about their family overseas so you don't get that from amazon you're not going to get that from online you you know you're not going to get that from just online shopping in the same way that you do get it you know and and there's there's a place for all types of shopping and you know if you want that quick and instant it's there for you but if you want something a bit different and you want human connection and you know to feel a part of your community then there's also a space for that too and I think 
I think high streets, you know, are going to have to, I guess, work on that and, you know, value that perhaps a bit mm. more um, going forwards if if they're going to compete with online and the speed of everything. And I suppose as a sustainable brand, it's maybe a bit easier for me to kind of say we don't offer speed. We don't, nothing about us is fast. You know, this yeah. is do fast fashion. We don't, we're not churning stuff out. We don't have big sales. We, you know, this is about slow living. This is about sustainable living. This is about just stripping things away and thinking about what we really need in life, you know, um, in our homes uh, and when we go out and, and how we want that to feel. So it's a slightly different vibe to, to that quick instant mm. button and get it now <laughs> so you're you want a high street location like where there's coffee shops and things like that or? yeah i mean we're slightly tucked away so we're not in the main stretch but we're mm. on a really sweet little road that's kind of between coffee shops and the museum and that kind of stuff so mm. yeah we're in, an, in a really nice spot here good and what's the future for eco able over the next year or so what's your plans apart from the book what else? <laughs> well We'd really like to focus um, on doing some more stuff with books. So um, I really want to make them accessible. So I'd love to get them done into Braille and that kind of stuff. Mm. So I'm looking at ways we can kind of do that. Um, we're looking at collaborative stuff with other um, environmental groups that we could kind of share the books with, that kind of thing. And then um, for the shop, I think we want to really focus on that sort of becoming a, a community hub and kind of seeing what our customers are looking mm. for and where we can kind of further support them in their sustainable journey you know whether they're at the beginning or they're really well established it's kind of you know we want to be there to support them wherever they are I suppose oh it's amazing I mean it's very inspirational what you're doing and I think it's um, much needed uh, so if you're listening to the podcast or you are watching the video have a check out um EcoAble and what Danielle's up to. And if you're in Sirencester, you can pop in and see her. Absolutely. So, <laughs> thank you for joining me today. It's been great chatting with you, Danielle. And um, oh, I wish you continued success with your business. Oh, thanks so much. It's been lovely to chat to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards Show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.